I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. My intro to this week's episode of Hey Spirit is going to be short and sweet. So for everyone out there that has questions of how does spirit have the ability to show themselves to us? How can my loved one communicate with Teresa if they didn't even speak English? So if you've been sitting back wondering any of those questions, or even if it never has popped into your head, you're not going to want to miss this week's episode of Hey Spirit. Because Deborah had the most incredible experience that is still baffling Anthony and I. So I hope you all enjoy this week's episode of Hey Spirit. So welcome to Hey Spirit, Deborah. It's a pleasure Thank to you. have you. I always uh, start out all of my my readings with a little quick speech, even though if you know who I am, you've listened to my podcast, seen Long Island Medium. I always like to give a little speech on how I read connect with the souls of the departed, and more importantly, what you can expect over these next few moments. Um, Just so you know that my wish for you is, my main wish for you, is that you know that your loved ones are still with you, loving, guiding, and protecting you just in a different way. And I know a lot of times it stinks and it's not fair, and we want answers, explanations. Um, But what I've learned with the way that I have chosen to use my gift um because we don't have all the answers. But I love the fact that um, with every reading that I do, spirit is able to give the gift of peace, faith, and most importantly, hope. And I also want you to know, Deborah, that throughout your day, when you speak to your loved ones, when you think you see signs and symbols from them, that you're not crazy, it's not your imagination, it's not wishful thinking, it is them, in a sense, answering our prayers. I always chalk it up to wishful thinking. <laughs> oh my God. See, no, th- wait, this is the thing that I love because I have no idea who you are. I, I actually, we should let the listeners know. I actually called her Deborah that I didn't even know her name was Deborah. I thought her name, the way that it was spelled, I'm like, oh, Deborah. And I just love that. So if I call you Deborah throughout the reading, <laughs> but like, how, how would I know that this is what you do? or more importantly, how you feel. And sometimes if someone is very nervous before a reading, which I get, um, spirit does these things to kind of calm us down. Your loved ones have already validated from the very beginning that what you're sensing and feeling, don't chalk that up to a coincidence or I'm not sure if it's them. Know that that is a little hello from heaven. Your loved ones, I didn't even start technically channeling yet they already validated how you feel so right off the bat spirit is saying don't worry deborah we are present and i can guarantee you before this reading even starts that you will receive the messages today the validations 
that your loved ones are still with you, loving, guiding, and more importantly, could never be disappointed in you. So I am going to start off that there is a father figure that is stepping forward first. So if your dad isn't departed, it could also be grandfather, father-in-law, or an uncle, but this is your dad. Yes. Your dad just looked at me and he said, Teresa, he said, my daughter was so afraid that I would not come through today. I was because he doesn't, he didn't speak English. So I was, I was so scared. Amazing. Just know that that's your dad. Know that that's him. And the reason why I can connect with souls that do not speak English is because they make me feel things. That's one of my main ways of communicating with the souls of the departed. I understand you lost your, your dad and you look very young, that you have to now go through life and, and achieve all of these milestones without your dad. And I know um, how sad and angry you might be because of that. I asked your dad, I said, well, what is it that your daughter would need to hear to maybe make tomorrow a little bit easier or to know that she will be okay. He says, I need my daughter to know that I could never be disappointed in her. I want her to know that I always knew how much she loved me, but more importantly, that she was there for me when I left the physical world. So if you feel that you wish you could have been there for your dad more, should have done more, whatever it is, your dad says, absolutely not. Did your dad used to say something to you in Spanish that was like, because I felt like it was something that he would always say to you. You know, sometimes someone might say to someone, oh, I love you, baby girl, or you're my little princess, or you are my sunshine. I felt like your dad was saying something like that, but it was in, in a different language. He just always made it known that, you know, how much he loved me. Well, he made me feel like he was telling you. Does that make sense? I don't know if that's important. I don't know if that's a way of him trying to show me that he wishes he was able to express it to you more with words. He would say so many different things, but he would just make it known. I'll accept that because how is my dad going to communicate with Teresa? He doesn't speak English, but also if they could do that, why can't they just say it this way? Or why can't they just say that? The reason is, is because they don't actually communicate the way we communicate with each other. So your dad made me feel, and I heard, I love you, baby girl, but in a different language. So if it wasn't, if it's not specifically that, it's validating that however he would express and how much you knew, how much he loved you, but in his own special way, know that that has not changed. Yeah, he would tell me all the time. Your dad says, I need you, Deborah, to be able to start to heal. He said, you're going to grieve the loss of me for the rest of your life. But the healing process is something completely different. Do you say to your dad, I don't know how I'm going to go on. I need to know, or like, I need to have these answers. I need to know. And then if I know, then I'll be okay. Yeah. I, I ask a lot. Your dad was kind of funny. Because he's <laughs> he like, <was. laughs> she asks all the questions, Teresa, but she doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> So it must be, again, going back to the signs and symbols or what you feel. Know that that's your dad validating that he is answering your prayers. Or if you want to interpret it, your thoughts or the things that you say to him. He is answering you. Where do you live? Uh, right now I'm living in New York. Oh, okay. But he made me feel like, I don't know, like, was he somewhere else or was there a separation? See, when a soul shows me East Coast, West Coast, it's my symbol for that there was a separation prior to the departure, whether it be yeah. geographical, communication. He passed in a different country. I feel like he kind of tapped into it in the beginning. And I could feel you kind of got nervous with that when your dad said, I don't want you to feel that you could have or should have been there more for me. I said to your dad, I know there has to be more to that. And then he, he kept just showing me like different places and I felt the separation. So know that your dad says, I, the first burden that you need to let go of is I want you to know that I don't blame you for not being able to be there. I understand. 
you were not able to be with me at the, that time. I guess I just always felt that if I had been there, maybe he would still be here. So that is why your dad took responsibility. You have to understand when a soul takes responsibility for their departure, they take responsibility for their actions, non-actions. Sometimes if a soul say they had heart disease and they put salt on their food and they ate potato chips every day, they'll take responsibility for that. Do you understand that? It's validating that your dad does not want you to carry the burden of feeling that if you did anything different, made different life choices for yourself, that that would affected him leaving the physical world. It wasn't his time. He says, I never thought that I was going to die. Your dad just showed me everything happened so quickly. Is that correct? Yeah. Everything went so quickly. Then he started laboring my breathing. So did he pass from something of the chest or something went heart, lungs, or chest? Yeah, they said it was a heart attack. So your dad validating that there is no way that we could have been able to prevent this departure. And I'm going to say this also, Deborah. Have you listened to Hey Spirit or watch Long Island Medium? Usually when spirit wants to take responsibility and it's not, um, you know, like an overdose or something like that, spirit, when it has to do with health, spirit always has me use the example of if someone was a diabetic and if they eat chocolate every day. Your dad had me use something completely different. Like what if I had a heart disease and I ate potato chips every day and put salt on my food? And I love what your dad just did in this moment because it also validates for you that the signs and symbols, there's no such thing as a coincidence. Your dad also made me feel like he took a huge part in getting you on this podcast. So whatever it is that moment when, you know, someone reached out, know that your dad is saying, I'm taking responsibility for someone to notice you, to say, my daughter deserves the gift of healing. Your father says, I want you to know so when you, cause this is the way that maybe you can start to move forward from this burden. Every time you feel my dad passed way too early in life, his passing could have been prevented. If I was there, your father says, I want you to stop. I want you to imagine me healthy and I want you to give back to me all of the burdens that you carry connected to my death. He says, and then I want you to replace it with this moment, he says, of me telling you that everything happened so quickly and I take responsibility for not taking care of myself or not going to the doctor sooner or not doing what the doctor said. Fair enough? Yeah. Your dad says, Deborah, whether you were here with me or not, he said that would not have changed. Did your dad always brag about you? Yeah. Because I asked him to validate that I was interpreting everything correctly. <laughs> and he started bringing forward all these other people that have died. And he's like, come, I want you to meet my daughter. Come see my beautiful daughter. <laughs> come see my princess. And that all these people, I go, oh, who's that? And he goes, oh, I don't know him. I just met him. <laughs> So would that be your dad's personality? Like he never knew a stranger. Like your dad knew everyone yeah. or, or could be friendly with everyone. Right. Yeah. He just, he was just friendly with everybody. And even in spirit, he is. Those are the moments that I love when spirit really shows that personality. Now who was your father is telling me that the uncle is with him. Who was that? That is departed. Is that his brother or brother-in-law? Yeah. His brother to validate that he brings him forward as well. So whether if you were wondering if you, if his brother, if they were together on the other side and where does the mom come in that's passed, it would either be his mom and or the grandmother, his mom, probably. Okay. So know that all of the souls are together. Are you named after someone or a middle name? I always wanted to be named after him, but my sister was. Oh, perfect. That's fine. I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. That's fine. Because he literally said to me, well, she's the namesake. And I went, oh, okay. Well, but, and then when I asked him, was, is it her first name? He didn't answer me. So I was like, oh, there's something about this. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't get that. But this is why my signs and symbols, you have to take them and so place them on how they fit in your life. 
I'm going to do something a little bit different, Deborah, um, and I don't know why, because your dad validated this was the, the, the main burden that you carry connected to your dad's passing is that you feel that if you were with him in the other country, that he never would have died. Yeah. Or you could have prevented it somehow. I think about it a lot. I don't mind. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to ask you this. I, I typically don't do this, and I don't know why. I feel like this is your father getting me to say to you, can you please ask my daughter how she feels she could have prevented my departure when he goes, you can't tell me anything. He goes, I lived life to my own drum. I went to my own beat of my own drum. So your father literally is like, I don't want to say yelling because it's not in a, in a bad way. It's like in a funny way of like, you ask her again. I want her to tell you, Teresa. You have to tell you how she could have prevented my departure. It's just, I don't know. It was, it was so sudden. And like, there's just still details that are uncertain, but he was by himself. I just feel like if he hadn't been by himself and I had been there, maybe I could have given him his medication. So. Your dad says, and what if you were there, Deborah? And what if you watched me fall to the ground? Because your dad tells me that he passed instantly. He says, and then you would have been left with the memory of trying to revive me. And then maybe your burden or guilt might have been, did I do something wrong? Did I hurt him? Did I? He goes, this is your dad. This would have been the scenario, Teresa. He goes, if she was there. I don't know how you feel, and I don't know what it's like. But your dad is showing me that every time you think of that and you feel, if I was there, I could have prevented it somehow. Your father says, I want you to remember this moment, he says, of me telling you, and what if you were there? Your burden or guilt would be far different than what it is today. And maybe a much larger burden or guilt. Yeah, I think it just hurts that he was by himself. Yeah, but your dad shows me he died so quickly that he did not suffer to his death. Because he shows me my symbol for when someone just collapses in front of me, that they died before they even hit the ground. And he just said to me, he says, and that is what the report showed was that he died instantly. Is that correct? I think so. I don't, I think I looked at it one time and I just never looked at it again. Now, this doesn't mean you have to go back and look at the reports, but what he's validating is that that's even what the report showed, that I died instantly. And now I understand why, even before I asked you that question, Deborah, your dad even said, you could not get me to do anything different. I walked to the beat of my own drum and you still then even after that said, well, maybe I could have made him take his medication. And your dad specifically said to you, you could not make me do anything I didn't want to. He goes, but she might've tried to trick me and put it in like a brownie or something. <laughs> he showed me like you would, you would have crushed up his medicine and put it in like his food. <laughs> Your dad just showed me that ever since he died, you feel his soul. Is that correct? I like to think that I feel him around every now and then. But again, sometimes I feel like maybe it's just wishful thinking. Okay. So your dad is showing me like there are times that you feel that you feel someone standing behind you. Is that correct? And there's nobody there. I feel like there's something there, but... Okay. I don't know. Know that that's your dad. How would I know that? There is no way I would know that that's how you feel. Know that when you have that feeling, know that that is your dad. Know, and he also told me that you thought that you saw him. So whether if it was that you thought you saw him for a split second in a dream, or you thought you saw him like when you're, say, laying down and like you fall asleep for a few minutes and you wake up and you think you see something. Um, well, I saw him in a dream not too long ago. I don't see him, like, I don't dream about him that often, which kind of upsets me because I wish I dreamt of him more. But it, um, he was in my dream the other day, and it was kind of funny because it was, like, around the same time that I got the message from your 
from the Hey Spirit podcast. So I was a little bit shocked about that. First of all, I don't know how you got on the podcast. All <laughs> I do is I get a link and I show up. <laughs> Your father already validated mo just moments ago. He was taking responsibility for you getting on this podcast. And now you just shared with me that you had a dream a couple of nights ago, the same time someone reached out from my team for you to be on Hey Spirit. Yeah, it freaked me out a bit, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> That's the most amazing sign from your dad that he's with you. How amazing is that? There are no such things as a coincidence, but when we carry these burdens and we beat ourselves up, it's easy for us to kind of push all of the signs and symbols away. I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. I don't connect with spirit in that way. So for you to even have that moment with your dad, even if it's just for that split second. And I think a lot of people listening even right now feel the same way that you do, that, oh, I should be dreaming of them. They should be coming to me more. Not everyone connects yeah. with spirit in that way. And it also validates what I said to you earlier. I don't know how this works, honestly. I wish there was something that I could tell you that was so magical and so amazing and beautiful as it happens as I channel spirit. I just sense and feel things that mean absolutely nothing to me, but are life-changing for you if you allow them to be. So I don't, the reason why I share with you that I don't connect with my loved ones in that way is because everyone thinks that because I have this amazing ability and gift from God, that I dream of my loved ones and I connect with spirit in every way. It isn't so. It isn't so. So know that all of these things is your dad's way of letting you know that he is right beside you, that he has not and will never leave you. His soul will never leave you. I just, did you just feel something on your cheek or like feel something around you? My stomach was growling. <laughs> well, I just watched your dad's soul lean over and kiss you. So I don't care if you felt a warmth feeling, if you felt something from head to toe, if you just, some people get a chill, some people actually feel something or feel like a little itch or a twitch, know that that is your dad. Was your dad very funny? Yeah. Or would he always try to make you, because I'm literally, now you could see, I'm looking at you. <laughs> right over here, I guess it would be your right shoulder. I can see him behind you. He's like making faces at me. Like he's trying to get me to laugh. Like he's like making faces. He's jumping around. He's like doing this funny dance. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, you wanted me to communicate with my personality. This would be me. I was funny. I always try to get people to laugh. Was that your dad? Yeah. yeah. He was always just trying to get people, even when you weren't trying to laugh, he would still try to get people to laugh and just smile and have a good time. And do goofy things. Yeah. I know that because your dad is doing an amazing job of giving you the gift of knowing that he is still with you. But more importantly, I know it's easy for someone to say, but you, I, you could not have prevented my departure even if you were there. And your dad even showed, I want you to realize what would have happened if you were there, what it would have been like. I don't know if you were just watching something or listening to something of the last time you were with your dad. I was listening to like to music that I know he would like. Know that his soul was with you at that exact moment. Did you not even know what the song was and you had to look it up? No, I <laughs> I knew the song. It's he never heard it because it's um it's a song that came out like after his departure, but I just felt like that's like our song. Perfect. Because I said, I saw him like, I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, we're looking up the song. I'm like, what do you mean? You're looking up the song. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> but so it would be your dad didn't know what the song was. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Validating that your dad's soul was with you at that exact moment. So when you listen to the song or when you, when you feel, if you think that you feel that presence or I wonder if my dad is with me, there should be no more questions, Deborah. With everything that you do, 
everything that you say to your dad, know that his soul is with you. I'm going to, I don't know why he wants me to use this, the, the obituary. So was there something written about him and then it was published, whether it be in a newspaper? I think my uncle wrote it. There was like a, like a quick sentence or two that was published in the paper, in the local paper. And were you a little upset by that or feeling that dad didn't get the acknowledgement that he deserved? I think I was upset about the picture that they used. <laughs> Whatever it is, your dad said, I want my daughter, I want to thank her for the way what was said about me and what was done. I don't want you to feel that I would be upset or disappointed. And your dad just said to me, I asked him to validate that I interpreted correctly. And he said, tell my daughter that I know what she wrote about me. So did you write something? I don't care if you didn't speak about it nobody else knows. I don't care if you wrote on a piece of paper after your dad passed, daddy, I love you. I'm going to miss you. And you just. Oh, I made a, I started a scrapbook. Yeah. I didn't finish it, but I. That's okay. This doesn't mean that he's saying you got to hurry up and finish this, but you wrote little things next to the pictures. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was, I didn't want to forget anything. So I was writing a bunch of memories and I put them in the book. So know that your dad wants to thank you for the most beautiful and amazing tribute. He says, and sometimes it is hard to finish the book. He says, but you will, you can always add to the book. Oh, so this is interesting. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to do my best because I never saw this before. So your dad kept showing me flashes of, now remember, Deborah, you have to interpret this how you feel or what you've been doing, okay? Your dad showed me like the scrapbook started, say like from when he was a little boy or, and then I just see growth and then you and, and then it's almost like, you're like, okay, well, I don't want the book to end, but the book is going to end when I put the final picture that I have of my dad. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I use the, the obituary. Okay. So now your dad says, what I want you to do, Deborah, is I want you to add from that point on all of your milestones to my scrapbook. He says, because I never want you to feel that the book will be finished. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. 
and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. And I looked at your dad and I, I, I was like in awe because, first of all, I've never had anything like this before. So when spirit shows me something that I've never, that I don't have a sign or symbol for or experienced before, really validates the strength of the soul. And more importantly, your dad didn't even speak English. <laughs> so to me, this is huge, huge validation of your dad's soul, that he's at peace, safe with God, stronger than ever, loving, guiding, and protecting you from the other side. And I asked him, I said, why did you want her to also use pictures of milestones of her? He said, because when she takes pictures, she's going to see my soul. She says, Teresa, tell my daughter, I want her to use the pictures that she had taken where she sees all the white blurbs and the orbs in it. Do you have those pictures? I don't, I don't like, I don't remember. I have so many. I just have so many, but. So you're going to go through. I don't care if there's a rainbow in it, if there is, um, if there's a blurb or an orb or the picture is just like, you ever take a picture, one picture is like completely blurry and then the next picture is completely crystal clear? Yeah. You ever take those pictures? Yeah, on my phone. The reason why that, you know why those pictures are blurry like that? It's because your dad's soul is there. <laughs> it's the way the camera picks up the energies around us. And they pick them up all differently. So that's why I say to everyone, anything that distorts the picture, I don't care what it is. And especially then when the next picture is crystal clear, because that's how fast spirit moves. Know that that's your dad. And your dad says, I want you to start using those pictures. Saying, this is when I went to Central Park. There's a picture of my dad in spirit with me in Central Park. I don't know. Do you go, even go to Central Park? I used to before the pandemic. (laughs) So validating for you. And I love how your dad is really driving home that he hasn't left you. Do you always say, when is this pain going to go away or this numbness going to go away? Yeah, almost every day. I don't know, Deborah, if that will go away. I mean, you lost your dad. And there's no right or wrong way to feel. But your dad says, I need you to continue to love, honor, and respect yourself more than the pain that you carry connected to my departure. And to know that it's okay to feel that way. He says, but I can't have you stop living because I died. Do you do modeling? No, no. I tried. (laughs) Oh, oh, I don't know. Listen, I would never attempt to do modeling. (laughs) But your dad just said to me, he showed me like all these glamour shots of you. And he's like, here, look at my daughter. Look how gorgeous she is. Look how beautiful she is. Look at how gorgeous. She's a model. Yeah, because anytime I took pictures, I would always give him pictures. And when he passed away, we just found a whole bunch of them in in um, in his luggage. That right there speaks so much volume of the things that your dad has said. How he always bragged about you. Do you have a friend that passed away? Your dad just brought forward a younger soul that he tells me that they passed tragically. There's someone I worked with that passed tragically recently. Oh, okay. So would you, I don't know, would you consider them a friend? Like I would consider that a friend. I guess. I guess to me it was, it was like a coworker. And they just, they just passed tragically? Yeah, he he drowned in a storm. Do you understand the car connected to him? Yeah, yeah, because he was driving home and he got stuck in um in Hurricane Ida. Validating. I asked your dad to validate that I've interpreted everything correctly. And more importantly, that your dad is doing an amazing job of giving you the gift of healing. And he said, tell her I have her friend with me that died in the car accident. 
Alonso was he was in the car and he died in a drowning in a storm. But it validates that this is not because from the second I started entering the other side, Deborah, I could feel the way that you felt of all your the fears, the uncertainties, the questions that you had. And 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 everything that you feel, listen, I'm not a therapist, but I feel like everything that you're feeling is normal. Of course you're going to have these questions. Of course you're going to feel that if you were there, if you were with your dad, then maybe you could have prevented his departure. But at the end of the day, there is no way that I would know any of these things. And more importantly, that you recently lost a friend tragically. It validates maybe this is the first step in trying to help you to lessen the pain or not to feel so broken. Yeah, I just, just feel like he left me by myself, like with a lot to carry. So <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> he says, but you, there are things that you had to make certain choices about immediately, correct? Yeah. And there are some things that you don't have to make a decision right away about. Fair enough? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things I've just kind of let them be. Okay. He says, I can't expect you to make everything perfect or to fix everything. Did you take... I feel like you took certain things that your dad had. I'm just going to, I'm just going to hypothetical this. Like, uh, let's just hypothetically say if he had some money, you took it, you invested it wisely, or you did something wise with it. I took his shirts and his perfume. Okay. But what about, why do I feel like you, you took something and you put it aside and like, and I'm just going to use this as an example, hypothetically, I don't care if it was say $5,000, took it. And you just kind of put it away. No, he, he, it's like he didn't leave anything in writing or anything. So that's just been a huge headache. And it's just been a headache for so long that I've just kind of decided I don't want to deal with any of it. Was there something with a house or property? Yep. And that's the headache. (laughs) Okay. Listen, I just said to your dad, I said, I need you to validate this for me. And he says, I need her to know that I support her decisions. I just kind of walked away from it all, honestly. So your dad says, I support your decision. I'm going to say this. He made me feel like emotionally you couldn't do it. Who has the property now? I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like, it's just something that I've. Whatever it is, he just, cause he keeps making me feel like it's okay. Okay. You guys know that I always say you never know what's going to happen on Hey Spirit. Well, today with Deborah's reading is a perfect example of you never know what's going to happen during Hey Spirit. Now, Deborah's dad has been, has been doing an incredible job of validating his presence. He's still with her. Even though he spoke Spanish, I was literally about to say to Deborah, your dad plays with electronics because he put me in a hallway and I could see lights flickering all of a sudden. All of a sudden, the thing just stopped recording and said finished. I'm like, okay, I guess her dad is done. <laughs> Did we just get mic dropped on a Zoom by spirit? <laughs> Anthony, is you running this thing, right? I'm running. How does this happen? This does not happen. So it's, <laughs> it happens. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. So if there's anyone out there that does podcasts and want to tell us, like, besides, like, the fact that we all know that this is Deborah's dad messing with the podcast, like, okay, I'm done, finished, I'm out, <laughs> to show his presence because we have no other explanation. And I don't care if there is. 
I'm going that it's Deborah's dad because the only thing spirit really kind of plays with is sometimes though the real complications that we have is Wi-Fi, right? But I love at the exact moment of ready to come out of my mouth, your dad plays with your electronics. <laughs> so Deborah, you can now add this to your list of things that you feel is your dad. And I'm going to say this to you. I really do feel like this is the first step for you to start to heal from your dad's loss. Because there's no way if you can start to heal, if you keep feeling, if I was there, maybe my dad never would have died. I cannot even imagine that burden that you are carrying. I can't even imagine that. So, and I'm going to ask you this again. I've never asked anyone this before. Do you feel that your dad validated that he is with you, showing you the signs and the symbols, and trying to encourage you to embrace life with happiness and joy? Yeah, I definitely felt like he was here. He totally mic dropped us. I don't even know if that's what you would call it, but that's what I'm going to call it. This has, I've, listen, I've only been doing a podcast for what, 14 months now? 15 months doing a podcast? That has never happened. And I don't think it's going to happen either. <laughs> it was right at the exact moment. So I think that the first, the first step here, and I think it also, Deborah, it also came at a crucial moment when your dad was saying, the way that you've tried to handle the estate after I died, I support your decisions. Having to step away because it's too hard, whatever it is, your dad is supporting that decision. And I think yeah. that your dad really just wants you to take this first step. And that is knowing that everything that is going on around you is him how much he loves you, could never be disappointed. And the main message that when you feel that you could have been there, your dad says, I want you to remember what I said. I would not have wanted you to have watched me or to have been left with the memory of possibly even trying to revive me. That is a memory I would not want you to have. Your dad is still insisting he's telling me doesn't she look just like Angelina Jolie? Look at how gorgeous my daughter is. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before too. <laughs> you know, now you have the hard part, Deborah, is taking the messages that your dad gave you today and applying them to your everyday life. And it's hard and it's not going to be easy. But hopefully by having this reading will make it a little bit easier to do that because you might be able to take moments from the reading and replace it with the things that you're struggling with. I'm still blown away by the scrapbook. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm going to finish it. <laughs> but remember, it'll never be finished because you're going to continue with such a beautiful life. And being able to add all these things to your dad's journey in the physical world and through spirit. Do you know that is the first time a soul has ever shown me that? Yeah, that was like my way of just putting together his picture so that I don't forget anything. But not forgetting that he's still with you. And the fact that the day that someone reached out to be on Hey Spirit, you had a dream of your dad or you felt or saw his soul? Yeah, it was crazy because I always, I I used to get mad. I'm like, okay, this there's no such thing. I was like, I just get mad sometimes. And I always say, I question the other side because I'm like, if there was such thing, then I, he would, I would see him in my dreams or I would, you know, it's like I want to see more. And then at the same time, I don't even know if I'm seeing the right sign. But that's the point, Deborah. There is no right or wrong sign or symbol. It's your connection with your dad. It's how you feel. It's what you sense. What you Sometimes it's just a smell. We could just smell something that remind, and they pop into our heads. Or we, it, they remind us of them. That's them. When we find the change in odd places, right? 
Yeah, like there's times when people will walk by and it'll smell like him. And yeah, that, that's happened a couple of times. Know that that's your dad. You know what you felt. You know what you sensed. Nobody can take that from you or tell you that it wasn't. And here your dad is validating that. What an incredible gift your dad has given you. And I, I'm hoping that through these messages, you will be able to begin to start to heal. And to now, when you get all these little senses and signs that even if you just sit back and smile and say, hi, dad, know that it's him. I don't know why, but I get like, <laughs> like, I want to ask him if he's with someone in particular, but I don't even know if that's a thing. <laughs> oh, you can. You can if you want. That's This might be why he brought forward. Remember before I told you that there were other souls there? Yeah. And then I wanted him to bring forward someone that you would not expect him to bring forward. I need that to validate the soul's presence. And I want you also to know that anyone that has left the physical world, even though they might not be connected to them, they're connected because they're connected to you. I feel like asking him if he's with Estrella. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I, 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 he had me write yes three times. I don't know. It's kind of strange. I don't know. I like, I don't even know why I, she came to mind, but she did. And it's, I just felt like I needed to ask. Well, how do you connect with the number three? Can you connect with the month of March, the third of a month? Cause I was born in March. Okay. So, cause I asked him, why did you have me write down? Yeah, whatever you're, because I need a yes or no answer if you ask me a question. I need a yes or no answer before you finish. Yes, I, I was born in March. Okay. He had three kids with my mom, so it's me and my two brothers. Okay. But he had six kids all together, so could be so many things. <laughs> yeah, but the main thing is your birthday's in March. Mm-hmm. You have to understand a soul circle from what spirit acknowledges, we're all connected. So we're connected on the other side. A lot of people sometimes have questions if, um, say, like someone was remarried or if they had a significant other, whatever it may be. Souls see things very differently than we do here in the physical world. So I hope the messages today that you receive from your dad gives you the ability to make tomorrow a little bit easier in knowing that with every breath that you take and every milestone you achieve, that he is with you. Thank you. I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my gift with you. And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. My name is Deborah Ovalis. I'm from New York. My experience with Teresa's reading was, I'm still a little in shock. It was absolutely amazing. I just couldn't believe that she hit so many things right on the head. I was caught off guard with so many of the things that she said, but it was just amazing to actually be able to make that connection with my father. I loved every minute of it, and I'm so thankful for her and her gift. During the reading, some of the things that completely shocked me, she was able to tell me how much my father bragged about me. She mentioned that he was showing her a bunch of pictures and he was just bragging about me and that's something that he did constantly all the time. So I was really in shock when she mentioned that. I was also in shock when she mentioned that he was, you know, up there with other people, especially when she made mention of the friend that was lost tragically because that was just very recent. She mentioned just a number of other things that at that particular moment, I was just caught off guard. And then after I realized, oh my God, how like how in the world does she know that? Um, she knew that I had started a scrapbook for him and that was incredible because I've never even shown anyone that scrapbook. So that was just crazy. The whole experience was completely shocking and amazing. There were a few things that during the reading, I think I was just trying so hard to, to make the connection that I didn't realize 
that's what she was talking about at that time. She had mentioned something during the reading about an investment and that was when I realized that, yeah, there there is an investment that I was thinking about and it's with my brother who shares the same name as my father. It just hit me like right after the reading and I was just shocked that she knew that. After the reading, one of the things that stuck out the most was how she kept telling me that my father was asking me, you know, if I had been there when he passed, what could I have done differently? And there really wasn't anything that, you know, I could have done, although I, I feel like I could have and I think I could have, she just reassured me that he says there was nothing else that I could have done and that just kind of helped me a little bit because I've just been feeling guilty for so long that it just kind of put me a little more at ease knowing that there's nothing I could have done really that that helped me a lot. My biggest takeaway from this experience with Teresa is there is another world out there and just because I get frustrated sometimes doesn't mean that my father isn't you know constantly sending me signals and that he's not there. She reassured me that he is there he's still watching over me he's there he's always there with me so that just made me feel so much better. The only thing I can say to anyone who doesn't believe in Teresa and her God-given abilities is she's she's the real thing. There's really just nothing more I can say. She's the real thing. It's just amazing how she was able to just hit everything on the head and just help me with that connection. It was absolutely amazing. And if you don't believe, I just say, give it a shot. It's helpful and it's probably just gonna make you feel better. Timing is everything, so I feel like this was the time that my dad wanted to connect with me, and I, I couldn't be more thankful for Teresa and her team. Absolutely amazing experience, and I had been trying to connect with her for so many years, so I'm just so thankful and so grateful that, you know, I was finally able to connect. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.